again. Welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. My name is Timmy Gibson. I'm your host today. And today's topic is my overuse of the word moron. <laughs> I had someone give me some feedback the other day, and I'm really taking this feedback to heart, to be honest with you. And um, it, it, it kind of bothered me and not like bothered me that they told me, but it bothered me that, that they were right. <laughs> that I sound a little bitter and judgmental of religious people. And so I want to offer a formal apology to all of my religious listeners. Uh, it's not intentional. And, and here I am now, I'm going to start justifying and my, my worse of my use of the word moron. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, I grew up in a culture that used a lot of words freely. For example, like I grew up using the word retard, crazy, gay, midget. Uh, those words didn't, they weren't looked at like they're looked at today. And, you know, now you typically only hear those words behind closed doors or, you know, comedians use them still, right? <laughs> like Tom Segura. You can't say retarded anymore, right? So, as I've, as I reflected, cause I, I listen to every podcast I do. I, I listen back to the podcast every time, every, every podcast I do, I listen to the podcast. And of course I'm extremely critical of, of myself, my use of and ums and like different things that I say. There's another thing that I say that I'm trying not to say. So I'm not even going to say it right now so that I'm, so I'm not guilty of saying it again, <laughs> but there's other little things that I say that I don't like. And every time I listen back to the podcast, I'm like, dang it, I said it again. So I I'm going to call uh, my co-host Lance Strickland here after a bit. And we're going to talk a little bit more about my overuse of the word moron. But I looked it up. So I, I looked up the word and in an effort to, to understand myself and my, why, why do I use this word so much? <laughs> so I, I typed in, in Google moron definition and it pulls up and I did about spit up my coffee, uh, in laughter. Cause it just says a stupid person period. That's it. A, a moron is a stupid person. And then I looked up or then it below, it gives you like the thesaurus, uh, the, the similar words, right? So, other words like the word moron, fool, oaf, nincompoop, which I like that one. I, maybe I'll replace the word moron with nincompoop. That sounds less offensive, I think. Uh, clown, dunce, dolt, dullard, ignoramus. <laughs> and so when I was first thinking about this, I thought, well, what other word could I use? I like the nincompoop, but I thought, what about obtuse? Because I, I, think, I think I know what obtuse means. So I, I went, I Google searched obtuse to see what, what that word means. And it's says annoyingly insensitive or slow to understand. So then I started laughing, thinking I'm obtuse as it relates to the word moron and my overuse of the word moron. <laughs> uh, the word obtuse can also mean stupid, dull, slow witted, uh, slow, um, are, are slow, slow witted and then dull witted, uh, unintelligent and, and witless. 
So to my defense, one, I, I sincerely do want to apologize if, if that were, if my overuse of the word moron, um, seems offensive and, it, and, and the feedback that I got was that I, I come across a little, and the funny thing is the person that gave me this feedback is totally non-religious. Uh, but they said, yeah, you sound a little, you sound a little bitter, a little jaded, you know, a little judgmental of religious people and, and their beliefs. And that I'll be honest, it, it kind of get cut, cut me a little bit. And again, in a good way, like it, it made me check myself. Clearly I'm doing a podcast about it. Uh, it, it bothered me because I don't, that's not how I really feel. Um, the only people that I think truly would fall into the category of moron would be flat earthers. Other than that, <laughs> like other than that, like if you're a flat earther out there, yes, I, I do genuinely think that you're, you're a moron, but other than that, other than that, I, I really don't think that religious people are morons. I really don't. Um, I, they believe I, here's the thing. I was a religious person. You know, I did believe in a literal heaven and a literal hell and a literal second coming of Jesus and a literal Jonah was swallowed by a fish and a literal huge ark that was built by Noah, a literal, all of it. Like that was how I spent. Uh, wow. Uh, when did I really start changing my beliefs? Probably, you know, I, I talk about, I had doubts and questions way back in college. So, I mean, I've always had doubts and questions. I don't think anyone on planet earth doesn't have some doubts and questions. If you were raised religiously, I, in fact, if you weren't really, uh, raised religiously, I would think you probably still have doubts and questions about other things, right? Doubts and questions about government, doubts and questions about the system that we live under. I mean, all that, right? Doubts and questions about anything and everything, about life itself. But um, so my doubts and questions were were pretty early on. I, I didn't take the hard right turn away from religion until probably, it's probably been five years now, probably back around 2000. 16, 2017 is when I really started moving away from a literal understanding of scripture and, and, and kind of became what people would term more liberal in my theology. And that's when I really became aware of, of such a thing as having a liberal theology. And what, what that means is that you can be a conservative so here's here's how for those that know anything about religious world conservative Christianity would be like um denominations like Southern Baptist um um Assemblies of God or Pentecostal charismatic that's more of a conservative those folks not only would be conservative theologically and religiously but they would be conservative politically a lot i grew up thinking that that jesus was republican <laughs> and christians only vote republican i mean that's just like that was how i was raised and i know, and i know as even as i say that i know that sounds wild uh, but that's just that's how i was raised that 
Christians were Republicans because God was a Republican, Jesus was a Republican, and that's what a good Christian would be as a Republican. And I think it probably is around the one main issue, right? Abortion. I think that's the being pro-life, I think is is some people vote one uh for one reason. And so again, being raised very conservative, um that was just that was what it was. And liberal being liberal now theologically, I've understand that it does kind of correlate to lib, being liberal a little bit politically. Now I'm I'm not liberal, I'm not a liberal uh politically and I'm not conservative uh politically. I'm 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 someone says I'm a libertarian or I'm a moderate. I'm, again, I'm not super there I go. I use the word I don't like to say. I say that a lot. Uh, the, the, I'm not super political anyway, uh, and I don't resonate entirely with Republicans, and I don't resonate entirely with Democrats, and so that's why I often say I'm just a, a moderate. I'm kind of down the middle. I'm a per per issue deal. You know, you ask me a question about one issue, and I might lean right. You ask me my opinion on another issue, and I lean left. So. I'm a mixed bag of, of political, um, whatever it's, I'm a melting pot of political views and ideas, but when it comes to, uh, theological stuff, I do, I do, you know, I need to, I need to continue to dig into my heart because I, I go through seasons where I feel like I'm doing a good job and I'm not being so harsh on religious beliefs. And then, you know, for whatever reason, I, I don't know if it's, if it's, if it stems from my own journey or if it's, you know, conversations that I've had that maybe are fresh on my mind, which then make me get all kind of amped up and I get on the microphone and I start slinging words around and getting all judgy and all that, you know, it's like I went from, I went from a, a religious right-wing judgmental conservative guy to, to a, a judgy non-religious guy. Oh brother. Um, and I, and I don't like it. Like I, I appreciate the feedback, uh, again, clearly, right. I'm having this conversation with whoever is listening, um, and, and recognizing my, uh, judgment and recognizing my overuse of the word moron and my over uh, just my almost talking down to someone that would believe in a literal Bible. And I shouldn't do that. Like that's, that's, that's not fair. That's not right. Cause ultimately at the end of the day, I don't know. I mean, maybe there is, maybe, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if there's a heaven or hell. I don't know if certain things are, are true or not completely, meaning when I say I don't know, it can be neither proven or disproven kind of a thing. It's the whole, is there a God? I mean, I think the honest answer, like really the honest answer to that question has to be, I don't know, at least for me, at least for me, I, I can't, honestly 
say that I know if there is a God or isn't a God. I believe I have a a deep like even when I was considering when I was leaving the Christian faith and really making the journey to dig deep into what does Timmy actually believe? You know, what do I really think? And allowing myself to 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 voice my doubts, my concerns, my frustrations. When I really allowed myself to to express those, that's something it's been profound for me. It's been very profound in my journey to allow myself to even have the thought maybe Jesus wasn't God or or ask this, ask myself is it possible that that Jesus existed and was just a normal maybe enlightened spiritual guy that was a rabbi and he taught and his message caught on. You know, is it possible that Jesus was married or is it possible that Jesus uh, is a mythical made up construct? You know, it, it, it like Santa Claus and like other things, you know, based in some truth. But, and when I started allowing myself to ask those questions, now some people would, would, um, they wouldn't, well, in my memory, a lot of when I say, well, my church taught this or my church taught this or that, those are true, right? Then my memory, as much as I remember, I remember certain sermons. I remember certain things being said, and it shaped me and molded me. And questions and doubts were not, and I think uh, Seth Andrews, the Thinking Atheist, from the Thinking Atheist podcast, when I interviewed him, he said this, and I didn't dig into it, but it, it's I've been thinking about it. And he said that Christianity, at least the conservative one that we grew up in, didn't really allow for doubts and questions. And in fact, there's a there's a scripture. I'll look it up real quick. There's a scripture. James, let me look this up. Tossed to and fro. Out. out. Let's see what it says here. Okay, yeah, James 1.6. I was right. Ooh, look at me with my... My Bible. Um, let's look this up in the King James Version. There it is. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Uh, that's out of the King James Version. Let's read it out of the Message Bible. I always, I always like teaching out of the Message Bible. I read, so when I would study the Bible, I often studied from NIV. And I grew up on King James Version, but then the Message Bible came out, which is a very modern translation. I don't even—I don't know if they actually considered a translation as more of a paraphrase. Anyway, the Message Bible uh, version says it like this: If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get His help and won't be condescended. To when you ask for it, ask boldly, believing without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all of your options open. The group of Christians or the religious 
conservative message that I grew up under really didn't allow for there to be doubt. It, it, it takes faith, you know, faith is what pleases God, you know, so don't allow there to be any doubt anywhere, have faith. So I don't believe that now. I mean, I don't, I don't hold to that. I think, I think to bury our heads in the sand and not be honest with our, our doubts and our concerns and not to be honest with, and not to be skeptical. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a, I don't know if I'd be considered skeptical by nature. I think all of us, I mean, don't you think, I think all of us are somewhat skeptical. I think that, um, yeah, I, I think skepticism isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not necessarily skeptical all the time or suspicious. I don't know if I'm a s- super suspicious type person. Um, but I'm also not blindly going to just accept something when it seems not right. And I think my what does rational mean? Let's see what the word. There's also I've been studying a lot on critical thinking. Um, let's see when some what's rational. What does that say? To be rational is based on or in accordance with reason or logic. I like that. The, the other words, logical, reasoned, sensible, reasonable. Um, yeah, I like that. I think I, I think as I've gotten older, I've become more logical, more rational. Um, not as, you know, superstitious, not as easily willing to believe something that just doesn't make any sense in the natural world. Um, oh, what else did I say? Uh, critical thinking. What is critical thinking? Let's look that up. Critical thinking definition. Critical thinking, the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. Ooh, I like that. So objective analysis, let's look up, let's look up what that means. I, I know what it means, but I don't know if I can, if I can uh, express it as good as the dictionary here. So let's look that up. Objective analysis. The objectives, what? Let me click on that. Um, let's see. Objective analysis definition. All right. It means an analysis that is free from any direct any direct subjective influences resulting from humans' experience, interpretation, or biases. Okay, and bias. So this has been a a really important, um, and I I should probably uh, we can talk about that even more because I think that's part partly where where my journey has led me. I, I, I pulled it up in the uh, Webster's Dictionary, the Merriam-Webster, and it says, based on facts rather than feelings or opinions. That's awesome. That That's probably been the biggest influence on my life. It, many people ask, you know, how did you, how did you leave religion and become more, you know, open and more, you know, how'd you leave, how, how did you go from being a conservative Christian to a more liberal spiritual person? I think it's this. I think 
being more uh, critical in my thinking and basing things on on fact rather than just feeling or opinions or already having a certain bias. Um, you know the the whole thing that you can you can see what you want to see. You know you look for what you, what you look for, you'll find. Um, I just realized that there were so many things that I wanted to be true. Therefore, I only would see things that reaffirmed what I already believed. And this is there's another term for this: the confirmation bias. You know, I've done some research on confirmation bias and understanding that. We all, we all have a bias. Like we all have a bias. And anybody that says, "Oh no, I'm, <laughs> I don't have a bias," it's like, yes, you do. <laughs> you do. Like we all do. It's like it's we all do. It's like saying you breathe, you breathe, you breathe. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you know, yes, you do. I mean, it's it's something that we all do. It's part of the human condition, and and sometimes it's harmless biases, harmless confirmation bias, right? Sometimes it's just completely harmless. Like I have a confirmation bias, uh, in regards to Lexus, you know, I, I drive a Lexus. I only see myself literally for the rest of my life, drink, driving Lexus. That's what I'm going to drive for the rest of my life. No one's going to change my mind. (laughs) And there's a lot of things that continue to confirm that bias, right? Owning them loving them, never having issues with them like that. It continues to reaffirm what I already believe and and look for. Right. And so I I think that that can happen in, in our political views, in our religious views. Um, and, uh, I mean, and everything, right. You could be why you love dogs and not cats or why you might like cats and not dogs. I mean, the all, all of those things can then lead to you and, and I living our lives um, a certain way and and not being objective or or using reason or logic and and that's okay. I don't think that you know I don't think that I live my life a hundred percent logically. Um, for sure, you know, uh, an atheist would definitely think I'm not because I'm the fact that I'm spiritual would mean I'm not using any kind of logic or reason, but, uh, yeah. So I'm going to call, uh, Lance here after, well, for you, it's going to feel like right now. I'm going to call him right now, but I'm I'm actually at the time of this recording. I'm going to call him here in a little bit. He uh, we talked a little bit this morning. I told him what I wanted to call him about about my overuse of the word moron <laughs> and feedback. The other feedback that I have I've I've gotten on the on the podcast, uh, most of it's all good. I mean, I think people know that that. Uh, that I, yeah, you know, I quite cuss a lot and, and use the F word a lot. Family. No, I'm teasing. Uh, I use the F word a lot. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've tried, I've tried and have succeeded in cutting back on, on F bombs. 
because for some people that it might be a little a little offensive even people that aren't religious i i really and i don't mean this mean but i i do mean this honestly i really you know if you're if it's a religious perspective that's why you don't like cussing i don't really care much for that like I, that doesn't bother me to use the f word but i realize it's not super socially acceptable and people like to listen to my podcast when they're driving and if their kids are in the car you know that's <laughs> like it's it's a little hard to know for sure what timmy's gonna say so i i i don't think i'm helping myself by using the f word too often so i i've tried to tried to slim slim that down a little bit i still speak honestly and openly and use words that i want to use but i'm always open to feedback for sure like i'm definitely open like this like this feedback that i sound judgy maybe a little bitter a little little a little hateful towards religious people and uh yeah that's that's not my heart that's not how i really feel um but i need to match my words up then better with how i feel and and yes i i do get frustrated at times when i talk to religious people and i hear them say things that my mind cannot comprehend how someone could honestly believe that and you know and i've shared many of those stories that my conversations with religious people that you know believe that god would you know take someone off this earth to save them from some future pain i i i just can't wrap my mind around how someone could think that an all-powerful god that was able to take someone off the earth wouldn't opt to just take the painful death they were going to experience in five years away rather than taking <laughs> like that doesn't make sense like god like in my brain i'm thinking so an all-powerful god is going to kill someone at the age of whatever at, at the age of 40 to save them from dying of cancer at 43 like what that literally makes no sense in my little brain how someone could draw that connection because in my mind like in my in my little simp, simple moronic mind <laughs> i i would think if if we're truly talking about god who is all loving apparently all powerful and can do anything then why not just heal the person why not why not just heal them you know i I've, that's another thing that i've heard a lot in the church that you know someone was um suffering and so god took them so they wouldn't suffer anymore and i'm thinking okay, why not just heal them so they don't suffer anymore? Like, what? that doesn't make any sense to me. And if someone out there wants to come on my podcast and we can, if you have an answer to that, I'd sure like to know. Um, would sure like to have that discussion on my podcast. That'd be a fascinating discussion. To, yeah, why, like, God... If, if I don't think that is God, but like what that just makes no sense that I can't even, it's hard for me to even talk. I'm bumbling and fumbling right now, even thinking about it because I can't understand how someone could 
honestly believe that. And so, um, but they do, right? <laughs> People do. And so, um, it chalk it up to, I guess, you know, maybe I believed that a long time ago. I don't think I ever quite believed that kind of stuff. Um, but I believed other, other things that were, um, interesting. So, all right, well, we're going to call, we're going to call Lance and, uh, see what he thinks about, uh, this topic. And, uh, yeah, so we'll be right back after this short commercial break. And this is brought to you by Viagra. <laughs> All right, let's give Lance a call here. See what he's up to. Let's see. Timmy. Lance, welcome to the Timmy Gibson show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude. This so is what you do on a on a Thursday in the afternoon. Yeah, this is what I do at Thursday at one o'clock. <laughs> I just got back. Dude, life. I just had uh I know what a life, right? I just had lunch, um, uh, coffee and lunch with Pammy. Oh, nice. Yeah. How'd that go? It was good, man. It was good to catch up with her. She's gonna she wants to come back on. Well, I wanted her to come back on the podcast, but she said, I need to get on there with you and Lance. I said, you know what? Let's do it. We'll figure it out. So I, I told her right. I was calling you today to, to go over some of the feedback that I got about uh, some things that I say. And, and I thought we'd just kind of riff for a minute on that. So um, the first part of the podcast, I did about 30 minutes before I'm calling you just talking about my overuse of the word moron and wow. <laughs> <laughs> that I realized that I come across a little judgmental, a little bit bitter towards religious folks and towards religion. And that, uh, I still probably got some work to do You don't, because you don't seem quite as, as bitter as I am. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. And I don't think you're bitter at all. I don't, I think, I think you, if someone was asking me, you know, just on the street, you know, like, Hey, what's, what's up with Timmy? He seems like he's really bitter, you know, toward, toward, uh, people of faith or Christians. Right. I would say, I don't think, I think Timmy kind of exaggerates more in his, you know, tone and, and, you know, you're more demonstrative about it because I think you're trying to kind of make more of a point about it you know, that it, that you are, that you are trying to move away from it because it was such yeah. a big part of your life. It was, it's almost like you're exaggerating a little bit to make the point that that's no longer the, you know, the, the wind behind your sails type of thing. You know what I mean? Because, sure. But I think if someone peeled back the layers. You obviously have a lot of respect for, you know, I do people of faith and, and people that believe things that aren't true because you were there and you, and even if even if they're not true, you understand how important those structures are for them to get through their day sometimes. And and, you know, how, and it's just a way for them of how they're thinking through life and, and the way that life works. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, because if, if I'm honest, I don't feel bitter. Like, you know, I mean, I go to church still. I go to church nearly every Sunday. So right. if I really felt that way, I, I guess I, I, uh, well, I think if I really felt that way, I couldn't darken the door of a church kind of, I mean, I think I would be, if I was bitter and really jaded, I, I think you're right. I think it's a part of 
how I talk. You know, it's like I used to say right. the fuck word all the time and I've I've toned right. that down. I try to tone that down because it's just not as necessary. Um, but I think I'm an, an exaggerator and I, you know, I say things over the top and very demonstrative, but in, but in all reality, you know, I, I still do have a deep respect for, uh, religion to a certain extent. And, and yet at the same time, realize that, you know, some of those beliefs are not things that I share anymore. Right. Right. And, and, you know, you also have always said that, you know, you could be wrong as well. There Absolutely. may be, you know, you, you may have, the pendulum might've moved too far to one side and it needs to come back. And, and you're certainly in that discovery phase of trying to, you know, uncover some of those, those thoughts and ideas and what they mean to you today. But, you know, like you said, you go to, you still go to church and I know you told me all the time yeah. that you listen to messages and things and still pull out very much, a you know, something uh, to think about or to live by or something like that, even though maybe, you don't believe in the literalness, literalness of the text, right? The wooden translation, as they would say, of the text. Ah, I like that. Yeah, someone said, "Do you believe in the spirit of it?" And I said, "Yes, that's yeah. I still believe yeah. in the spirit of much of of what Christianity, for the most part, stands for. It's it's all the specific, like you said, the literal. That's the specific stuff that I'm like, yeah, I struggle a little bit with that." Um, and the reality is I don't think that religious people are morons. I really don't right. actually think that I, I, now flat earthers that that's pretty, that's, <laughs> right. that's pushing the envelope, but, right. but although you still probably would even, you would even have a, you would have a, a tinge of respect for the fact of them, at least if they could somehow codify their belief system and, and speak it back to you in a way that was intelligent and they had thought it out you know what i mean even sure. though you're like mm, i don't know that that's true but i can see the way that you've outlined it and why you believe the way you believe I, I think you would still have respect for that sure sure well yeah any well thought out something is it's going to be exactly intriguing yeah 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 i mean that's the, the least you can expect anyone is that they at least if they believe something they can at least they thought through it enough that it's structured in a way in their mind that that if someone poked holes in it, you know, the boat just doesn't sink immediately that, sure. that they've thought about it and thought about through the, I think, you know, there's always a, a level of respect for anybody that holds a position like that. Sure. And I've met some really intelligent people that, uh, have had, you know, views that were quite contrary to, you know, right. you get into the, the conspiracy theory stuff or even, you know, the moon landing and nine 11. I mean, all the different little conspiracy theories out there. Um, you know, there's definitely that you can twist some information enough and it can seem pretty compelling, uh, even even though I don't believe in that stuff. I mean, I, I can see how an intelligent person, if if given the right information, could believe anything. In fact, the, you know, I interviewed that atheist, uh, Seth Andrews, yesterday um, and just posted that podcast yesterday. And he said something so fascinating that he, he actually views uh, Christianity as or religion, so to speak, as as kind of quasi a conspiracy theory, you know, he's like, it's wow. based on, yeah, I thought that was fascinating. So I titled the, the title of the podcast and it's climbing the charts on, on our uh, back end. I'm like, Oh, this one's getting a lot of listens. I said, uh, religion and other conspiracy theories. <laughs> so I kind of worded it in a way that led people to believe that we're going to say that religion is a conspiracy theory, but you know, he had a good argument. I mean, his argument was, well, yeah, you have a, you have an evil devil 
and you have a good God and they're in this cosmic battle for your soul. And, and just the way he described it, it did sound, it sounded like a fiction book. Right. Right. You know, it sounded much, yeah, yeah. It sounded much like, you know, there's a guy that rides in a sleigh driven by reindeer and he jumps in and out of right. chimneys all around the world. And yeah, I know it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, but he goes to every chimney <laughs> in the whole well, world in one I, night. I guess I, I understand that it has all the mixings that a fairy tale myth, whatever you want to call it has, but that doesn't, that, that, I guess in some way that doesn't negate the complete idea that it's not true in my mind only yeah. because those are just the personifications of the way that we as humans have tried to make sense out of evil because evil we understand is, is this undercurrent that gets manifested in individuals and we do bad things, but you know, it, I guess maybe the human side of us wants to tie it back to something. And so therefore then we came up with this construct called, you know, Satan or the devil or something like that, you know? Right. So I guess in my mind, that's why I think the same thing for you and I on the, on the religious side, right? It's like, even though their their God's probably going to be much different than than we thought he was, but you're only limited to the to the constructs that we understand as humans, and we like to personify things. And so, even on the good side, so I guess in my mind that doesn't completely. Yes, maybe the way that it was written in the story, but the the principles and the like this like you said, the spirit of the of what yes. it what it is, I think very well might be there, and I do believe in evil and and you know, good things. And I believe there is a spiritual world and all those types of things. Sure. Maybe do you, do you believe in a literal devil? Wrong. We've never talked about that. Do you believe in a devil, like an actual devil? No, oh, okay. no, yeah. no. Yeah. Cause I believe there's clearly, I've felt the evil, like I've felt evil within myself. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the desire to do things that would be considered evil, so to speak. Yeah. And I've also felt the desire to, to do things good, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like an actual, like a devil that's trying to get me to do it. So let me ask you, cause I know I got to run here just sure. in a couple of minutes, but what was the, what, 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 when you, what, what, what was the feeling that you felt or what triggered that was the, the catalyst for you when I have to do this, this, uh, kind of, you know, podcast apology or whatever you want to call it. Sure. You know, uh, and, and I think you know this about me cause we've talked about it. You know, there's a real tender part of me that I don't, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I don't want to be unfair and I don't want to unjustly characterize a group of people or people that aren't like, you know, now that I'm not a Christian, Christians are morons, you know, now that I'm not right, one, right. Uh, you know, I don't want to be the guy that's the, the, you know, that I'm a Christian and I'm looking at those atheists are morons. I just don't want to be, cause that's just an unfair characteristic or characterization of, of people especially individuals. Cause it's, there's so many different, and there's, there's moron atheists and there's great atheists and there's great Christians and then moron. I mean, there's all kinds of people yeah, in the world yeah. and it's just unfair for me to, um, somewhat s seem like I may be attacking, um, a group of people who are sincerely believing things just like I did. Like I had someone tell me that I hate Joel Osteen and da, 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 and he's corrupt and all this. And I said, you know what? I don't think so. I said, I, I know someone that knows him and that I said, plus I remember when I was a pastor, I was very sincere, very like yeah. genuinely, I got up in the morning and I prayed, I prayed for the people in my church that God would do good things. So I, I think you can, again, be unjustly characterizing people uh, when 
Hey, if you don't know them personally, you should probably not. You shouldn't say that. I mean, maybe Joel Osteen is. I don't know him personally, but everything I've heard from those that do know him personally, he's sincere. He's genuine. He has a good heart. He's a really nice guy in real life. Uh, I don't think that he's, you know, has the evil smirk on his face going, how can I deceive the people today? You know, I don't I don't think that's so I guess that's kind of what, and, and I like feedback, as you know, I, I love when I get yeah. feedback, sure. I really listen to it and, and search myself just like the, I said, fuck too much. So I'm like, okay, I'll trim that down. And I did. And right. it's fine. It hasn't affected yep. my communication at all, but if it helps a few people, <laughs> you know, but if it helps right. people listen to the podcast and not be, you know, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what kind of yeah, brought cool. it on. It's yeah, just, an, yeah, I looked in the mirror and thought, you know what, maybe I, maybe I'm a little too harsh and can show a little bit more compassion about, you know, people believing things that I spent 40, 48 years believing. Right. Exactly. You were, you were a moron one time. I was. <laughs> was you moron. Right. Exactly. Well, man, well, thanks for All giving right, me a man. few minutes in the middle of your day. No problem, man. It's good to hear your voice, my friend. Yep. Uh, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Yep. You too, brother. All right, buddy. All right. Bye-bye. So there you go, folks. Um, I'll do better. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll try to, I'll try to make sure I check myself before I wreck myself. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Peace.